Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Victor, who is an international business success coach, chiropractor, author, podcaster, and speaker. Victor, how are you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for coming on. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. All right. So I've been a chiropractor for the last 11 years. I got into coaching about four years ago um, from my own personal story of just listening to advice that just didn't work and and felt there was a different way of doing things based on my understanding of life Um, and tested it out, worked. And I started doing this full time in the last little over a year now. Um, What I like to do for fun, I love anything related to health, working out, outdoors, um, I love woodworking. Um, it's not, I'm not an expert by any means. Um, I, I'm very novice in this, but I'm still, uh, trying to learn the art as much as I can. Um, and, but the biggest thing I love to do on my free time that takes up most of it is being spending time with my wife and my, my new seven month old daughter. That's, that's, that's everything. That's where most of my time goes to this, this day and age. Um, even before I was always with my wife, but even more so now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How long have you been married? going to be eight years this year on september Oof, eight years that's epic man it flies Love by you. man it flies by so quick we can't her and i we've been together for over 10 and it's like we look and go where, where, where the heck does time go like <laughs> yeah. we don't even know you know i just got married myself a couple weeks ago oh congrats man <laughs> yeah so um it's pretty epic i'm newly wed do you have any advice for me <laughs> getting into my new marriage Communication and compromise. Mm. Nobody's going to get their own way. Nobody gets their way. It's always, and if someone does, then there has to be a compromise to that. Like if something else comes up, then, okay, well now I get my, I get to choose this or, you know, you have to X, Y, Z or whatever, but it's, it's that balance. It's never 50, 50, it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the biggest thing I've learned is, is that helped me with our marriage really grow to as to where it is now is all about just communication and there's compromise. You're, you're going to have to give. It's negotiating. You're negotiating all the time. And then when yeah. the little ones that come in, you're negotiating even more. Mm. Like, honey, if I shower now, you got the baby. If I can go shower now, and then what I can do is if I take a little time to do this, then you got the next hour, two hours, do whatever you want. I'll play with her and be with her. Like, that's that's my life now. It's all about negotiating and uh, sparing the time to be with our, my time with my daughter, her time with our, my, our daughter. And then we spend our time together at night with each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's crazy how much your life will change when you throw a kid or a couple kids into the mix for sure. Oh yeah. I I said it wouldn't change too much. I I was a little naive. Uh, It it does change a lot. It's not a bad thing. I will be honest. It's not what I hear so many stories and it's nothing like that at all. It's just, if you have a really good solid relationship going into it, it's, it's actually a lot easier than what you hear. Cause again, it's just my wife and I talking, Hey, I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. Okay. I'm going to do this. Then you can do this. And we map out our day every, every day, the night before we're mapping out the next day, what my schedule is, 
when I'm going to be taking naps, when I'm going to spend time with, with, with my daughter on my own so she can have her break. But it's just communication. It's like anything else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about um, your coaching practice. Are you focusing on chiropractors or are you a little bit more broad than that? I started off very general. I was just working with business owners when I first started. And uh, I did not actually take on a chiropractic client until uh, last year, uh, the beginning of last year. Um, I opened up a division because of a client of mine was like, she's like, you work with chiropractors, don't you? Because you're a chiropractor. I was like, no, I, I've been doing mainly business owners. I mean, I reach out to chiropractors, but I work with business owners primarily. And she's like, that makes no sense. You're a chiropractor. You've helped me with so many things and you're you're not helping your own profession I was like, dang, she's throwing the guilt today. And yeah. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? That would actually be a lot easier for me if I did. So now I'm like 50-50, where half my clients are business owners. And I've served over 22 different professions in total. Um, because the concepts of what I teach are very mindset-driven. They're very vibration or conscious level, basically what your thoughts and emotions and how you focus on. Um, so that that's my niche and what I do and because of that, it's very universal. So I can work with different individuals. I've worked with people who do spiritual healing versus an insurance agent to an accountant to um, because the principles of what I'm teaching are very universal. So that's kind of the, the, the main essence of, of my coaching and helping um, uh, individuals, clients of mine, really soar and expand beyond what they want, but achieve what they want at a faster rate also. All righty. I love talking about this stuff. Tell us about some of the, um, so you talked about the concepts you're teaching being vibrational and um, you listed a couple of other things in there as well, but vibrational is kind of what really stuck out to me. So just explain some of the main concepts of your coaching practice and how they are universal, because a lot of people are like insurance agent and an energy healer. Those are two very different things. So how do you have a concept that goes between them? Yeah, so here's so I, I developed something, and I'm the founder of something called the the Billionaires uh, Success uh, Formula. Now, this is something I just stumbled upon. It's not like I geniusly put this together. It's 15 years of my work, and literally just a few months ago, I was sitting there, and I'm like, if I could put this in a formula to explain to people with my clients, because I was really thinking of my clients at first. Like, if I can, if they're not getting the results, how can I really put a formula together? And it's real simple because you have what we're taught in business and what you hear about in self-help, personal development, motivational speakers is you got to grind and hustle, right? You got to put in the sweat equity. You got to work long hours. You got to sacrifice time away from your family, things you love to do and so forth to get to that level of success. I know it. I followed it dearly for first five years of my career. There's a cost to that burnout, exhaustion, destroying relationships, destroying your health, X, Y, Z, right? So what happened is, is then, I, what I realized when I was looking at this form, I flipped it instead of doing all action and very little mindset and vibration. I said, what if we focus more on the mind and the vibe? And then the action is not really needed that much. It is needed. You have to add, you have to put action in, but it's not as much as we think. And so the formula came out to be, it's called it's VM squared times I equals S. The V is your vibe. M is mindset. They're multiplied together. And then you square that. And then you multiply that by I, which is inspired action. Because if you do the V and M correctly, inspired action comes. And then from there, that's success. So this is why you can put this into a relationship. Is your relationship successful? No, it's not. Well, I think it is, but no, it hasn't been lately. Okay, well, let's go to, let's look at the VMM and the I part. Okay, so 
You've been, what have you been doing? Well, I've been doing this and this and this, and it's just not working. Okay. What's your focus on your spouse? This is your mind now we're getting into, right? What have you been focusing on with your spouse? What's the belief about a relationship that you have? You know, what are the things that are going on in your mind um, in those, in that arena? What are you as a male or female, all these different things, all the constructs. And that's the M part. Then we look at the vibe. What are your thoughts and emotions that you're reacting and firing to, right? What are you giving your attention to? Okay. You take this, and I'm being very simple about this, but you take those two things, right? Let's say those are poorly. Oh, my partner is just a pain that you know what? I can't stand it. Oh, they always act this way. And this is what they always do. Okay. But no matter what your actions are, you keep that mindset and it ain't going to work out. Let's take the same example. Let's put it in business now. So let's say you're, you're let's say, let's say an insurance agent, insurance agent. Okay. Not getting, you know, not doing, not getting as well successfully as they should. Um, and they're stressing about it. Now, we can get into the action part, which I do teach these things on business principles, automation, scaling, all that fun business stuff, marketing and, and whatnot. But let's take a step back and I say, where's your mind and your vibe? What are those limiting beliefs about you as an individual that's holding you back from the success you want to achieve? Because they're doing the work. They're putting in the effort. I'd never met a client of mine that doesn't put in the effort. So it, it comes a question and is, where, where's their mind? Where's their vibe? Once we start to address that, you see, it doesn't matter who you are. Once I address that, then all of a sudden, what they do, because what happens to a lot of my clients is they go, Doc, you didn't teach me anything new about business, but yet my business is growing. I just had a 50% growth, or I just doubled in the last seven, eight months. I haven't done nothing different. How the hell is this happening? How are you? What, what, what's going on here? Because they, they've been in train, and most of my clients are, most people have, that you have to work very, very hard, and you have to grind very, very hard to get results. But the truth is you don't. And there's quantum physics that supports this because what I teach is backed by quantum physics, neuroscience, universal laws, um, mindset principles, and, 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 so, and neuro-linguistic programming, and so much more that's built into a very simple formula that I just shared with you. But there's a lot of science behind it to support everything that I teach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like that a lot. I like the vibe, mindset, focus, something that kind of stuck out to me. I don't remember exactly how I put it together, but this is a recent mm, kind of new focus on the topic. Like I always knew this was a concept, but I'm Christian. So I love going to the Bible. And when I find these concepts in the Bible, it like multiplies my um, kind of certainty in them. Like I was really skeptical. Then I started reading Think and Grow Rich and The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. Started listening to people like Bob Proctor. I was like, okay, there's something to this. All these people are talking about this. <laughs> Watch the secret, right? Um, but in the Bible, it talks about how faith without works is dead. And it's so interesting because <laughs> there are a couple things. There are a couple things. It's like faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then Bob Proctor talks about our thoughts having energy. And for the longest time, faith being the substance of things hoped for, I was like, there's substance there, but like, I didn't know belief had like substance and it's like, no, there's like substance there. It's energy. It's like, you're moving it around and um, just how faith proceeds works. Cause it's like faith without works is dead, but it's like works without faith is, well, it doesn't exist. <laughs> there's no works without faith because you're always doing inspired action in one way or the other. It's either inspired by fear where you're like really believing in fear or you're really believing in love and your purpose and your action is inspired by that. And so I really like your formula there because it reminds me of that fact and captures it really well with the thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and inspired action. So 
There we go. It does. Now, just to add a little more, because you brought the Bible up, I mean, if you look at the vision part, I mean, the vision, uh, the vibe part, one of it is your vision, because it sets the tone. Mm-hmm. And in Proverbs 29, verse 18, it states that people without the vision will perish. Yep. It's a criti- criti- critical, the being very critical of how important it is to have a vision, because that's, you know, you can have a vision, then you have thoughts and emotions that follow, but you can also have emotions that lead to thoughts that cause a vision. It, it, they interplay on each other. So it's not one or the other, but they're all important in some way, shape or form. And it is, I mean, faith is, I talk so much on faith and the aspect of, you know, faith is just that, that inner trust within oneself. And when you don't have faith in yourself in, in faith to know, faith is knowing it's going to happen regardless of whatever's showing up. You know, we can get yeah. very biblical. I, I was I was raised a Roman Italian Catholic. I read the Bible twice. Not that I remember a lot of verses anymore like I used to, but I am going back and like going back into the Bible, just reading stuff like, um, is that, was it Bob Proctor that said it? I think it's, no, Steve Harvey said it. Um, if you don't listen, if you, if you like biblical quotes and somebody coming very biblical, listen to Steve Harvey. He, he oh, yeah. comes, he's like all, all self-help came from Proverbs and it's true. I've read through it on, I'm like, ah, oh, this is where they all got it back in the seventies and eighties, man. Look at all that, what Jim Rohn said and Zig Ziglar. I'm like, here it all is. I'm like, yeah. funny. So yeah, anywho. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So now we've kind of introduced the audience to vibe, mind, and inspired action. Kind of walk us through it. Those people who are having those thoughts, having those emotions, and having those beliefs that are really holding them back, keeping them where they are, and they're frustrated, so they work harder, work harder, work harder, but they're self-sabotaging because they hold those. How do you start to, A, recognize it, and B, replace them with new thoughts, new beliefs, new emotions that are going to help you out more? So let's look at limiting beliefs because that's the easy one to that. Let's we'll go with one section here. And, and so when you look at limiting beliefs, these are things we took on as a kid that we don't realize we did and it holds us back. And it's a program. It's a construct. So it exists. Beliefs are like you're talking about the energy, that charge. Beliefs is what is I call it a code because it's really like a, I used to, I was in computers at one time. And so it's it, when you have a code, it's going to run all the time the same way. Input, output, that code's going to run. It never changes unless the, the code changes. And so once you you look at beliefs, this sets the standard for your life. And so these limiting beliefs can hold you back. And just kind of give you a little bit of example, a quick story. When I was growing my business, I remember I was doubling almost every year for the first couple of years. Now, that's, that sounds great, but it wasn't it wasn't paying the bills yet personally. But long story short, when I got to a certain point, I was like, man, I'm making this amount of money. But yet I was making multiple six figures and I'm going, but I don't have anything in the bank to show for it. That puzzled the hell out of me. The reason why I did was because if I look back at the first year, I said, if I was making that much money, I would have this much disposable income and I can invest in this much. That's what my thought process was back then. But when I got there, I'm like, I don't have disposable income. Uh, the bank, for some reason, doesn't show that I'm making this much. What is going on? I started to work on limiting beliefs. I stopped doing all this stuff. And I'm like, let me just focus on my limiting belief. I found that I had financial limiting beliefs. Nine out of 10 money, limiting beliefs to money and all this other stuff. Like money doesn't grow on trees. Money only goes to money, those kind of statements. And long story short, the next year, I almost doubled my business again. This time, the bank reflected it very nicely. I didn't, I didn't do anything different. Now you may say, well, you made more money. That's why. No, I made what I was, I, I had disposable income when I had what I should have been making that year uh, before I doubled and adding on the bonuses of the new year with all the new income. And so beliefs hold, will your mind, ha- your mind is, is the servant to your beliefs. It has to prove to you 
that that belief is true. If you have a belief within and you believe something, it doesn't matter. You can have all the proof in front of you that shows that belief isn't true. But because you have stuck your mind and your mind stuck on that, it will totally miss all that and only see what supports that belief. And so the way you become aware then of limiting beliefs is you have to see the patterns in your life. Just like for me, I saw I doubled and I was like, okay, I'm still struggling here, still this. And then again, I did it again almost. And I looked and I'm like, why is my income not changing? I'm tired of this. There's something wrong. So I stopped looking at like, I need to make more money because I'm like, I am making more money, but it's not reflecting. And this is when I started to look at limiting beliefs. It can be, you have a relationship that was horrible. And you go into another relationship, you have the same person there. It's a different body, different personality, but they they are very similar. You're getting in the same arguments, you're reacting a certain way. There's a limiting belief there. There may be some baggage too with that, but just to keep it simple, there's limiting beliefs there of something about a relationship. And so you want to be aware of that. And that's going to take some work. You're going to have to really look at your patterns in your life. But once you become aware and you see it, you solve the 50 to 90% of the, the, the issue. Now, all you have to do is just like you gave, and here's the simple part. It's just like you gave energy and gave power to that belief to be true for you. All you have to do is switch that over to a new belief. It's simple. It's not easy because the simplicity is, is literally just saying, that's my new belief. This is my empowering belief that I'm going to go towards. And that's the end of it. I'm not going to look back anymore, right? Done deal. I moved on. Your nervous system and brain hasn't changed its connections. This what makes it a little not, not so easy because what you're going to have to do is create some sort of system. May it be affirmations every single day. May it be what I like to share as a, I teach my clients this with a, a bracelet or a rubber band you wear. You can use this for a gazillion reasons. But what I teach them is, is anytime you have that limiting belief coming up, whether if it's a thought or if it's an emotion, right? So it's, we're working on both of these. You either do one or two things. You take a rubber band or the bracelet has a little bit of elasticity to it and you snap your wrist. Now for some that things that, that's a little harsh, well, the brain likes pain, only remembers pain and pleasure. So we're trying to use the pain pathway to instill that, hey, this, this belief is painful. But you don't have to do that. You can just switch over to the other wrist and just constantly go back and forth, which is going to be a pain to do. But three months down the road, you're going to have it hardwired in your subconscious, most likely, to where all of a sudden that new belief that you gave power to exists. And the way you'll know if this is all working the way it's supposed to is you'll see it start to show up in your physical reality. Because if you didn't fully change it, this is what I love about universe, life, God, whatever you want to call it, is it's always giving you a feedback system to what you're projecting. It's always giving you a feedback system of where you're vibing. It's always giving you a feedback system where your belief systems are. It gives you all the information you need. But the problem why most humans, most business owners, most everybody misses this, not everyone, but majority of people do, is because we're looking outward. And we're thinking outside of ourselves that, no, this is what I need. This is what I need to have, right? Whatever that may be, instead of looking inward and just being an observer and be aware. We're letting the distractions in our lives, whether it be social media, the news, your whatever is going on in your life, to distract and not let yourself interconnect. When you interconnect, this is when you can change the game, change the script, and really become aware to make those changes in your life and so much more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Can you talk to us a little bit more about when you start to make that switch? So you're aware and you change the belief you're going to give power to. But then, like you said, your brain and your nervous system has not made that switch. And so whenever you try to align your thoughts, feelings, and particularly your actions with the new belief, 
I feel like a lot of people encounter fear, especially myself. And what will happen is I'll say I'm committing to one belief, but then I'll act in accordance with another belief. And can you talk to us a little bit about that dynamic and how to like both have grace, but hold ourselves accountable? Because then what I'll find myself doing is I'll be like, okay, I'm this guy. I'm going to make $200,000 this year. I'm going to pay off my debt and join this mastermind. That's the belief I'm holding. And then I'll act in accordance with another belief. And then I will beat myself up for acting in accordance with a different belief. And then I'll be in the vicious cycle. And then a week later, I'll come back to the the belief I was um, telling myself to act in accordance with. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where I was going. And then I'll start to feel a little better after I get out of that rabbit hole. So just talk to us a little bit about that process and kind of the quick turnaround or the grace or, you know, whatever your wisdom is for that area. Yeah, I know that. And this is where the bracelet thing comes in, because first off, let's take a step back. First, you want to get into the feeling of knowing when that limiting belief shows up. You see, because we get it and there's only one limiting belief, right? There's there's a core belief. And when you're starting this journey, you may think, well, I think it's this or I feel like it's this. Right. The feelings will always guide you to what you need to go. The mind's going to play tricks on you. So when we like when I first was doing this limited belief stuff and, and feeling out the finance, I, I said feel because that's what I was really doing. But when I was like, first, the thought came to me, I was like, oh, maybe I have some limiting beliefs on money. Right. That's a good mental thought. Right. But I didn't really find out until I said, you know what, let me just feel these things out. Let me feel what's true for me in this moment. So I teach a lot of my clients is to really learn how to tap into the feeling side, because that's going to be your guidance system to what's actually going to tell you where you are in alignment, what you need to move forward with and all these different things. So when it comes to like shifting that, that, you know, well, you want to first become aware, what does that feeling feel like? Now for the listeners, I could do a quick little thing to show you what that is. So I want you to think of something that you are disgusted by. It's your pet peeve. You hate it. We'll use the word hate, very strong word. You got something in mind? You're thinking of something? Mm-hmm. Now, be aware of your body as you think. Like start moving and stuff, or does it feel heavy and like slime on you or mud? Or I, for me, it's like slime, but mud on you. And if you notice, if you're, if you're on the video side that's watching me, I'm like going right near my chest and stomach because that's where it shows up for me. And that feeling is a sign that what is going on where your thoughts or where your direction is energetically is not aligned to your higher purpose or your vision of what you want to create. Okay. Then what you have to do, how do you flip the script? What's easy in a sense, because what you're going to do is let's say you, you got stuck in that limiting belief again. Okay. Feeling came on, you caught it. You're like, okay, I don't like this feeling. I know what this means. Okay. You let it go. Now I'm going to release this out into the universe, God, whatever I'm let, I'm, I'm releasing this out. Like it served its purpose. Thank you so much. I'm moving forward. Here's my new limiting belief. And you focus on the new limiting belief, but you have to have the vibration rise. Your emotions dictate that. So I want you to think of something that you love, something that bring you admire, something that you puts a big smile on your face. You just got married. So think, picture that day with you and your wife, right? And so it's one of those things where you got that in your mind. Look where you're feeling now. Do you feel that slime anymore? Do you feel heavy? No. Yeah, it's all gone. What do you feel? Light, airy, right? For me, it's like little bubbles in my stomach it's, or like a little butterfly in a sense. And I get like a little happy little kid inside. And so then then I that's when I know that I'm like, okay, I'm back in alignment with that. I've raised my vibration back up emotionally from the emotions. My focus is on something that's a high vibration. That's why the emotions are coming. And now all of a sudden, here's my new limiting belief. 
and or my limited belief, sorry, empowering belief. And so you're going to choose then whatever it is that phrase that you're using and you just keep focusing on it and have patience with this. This is for that grace and that compassion for yourself because we want it to be, you hear spiritual people or you know certain people be like, yeah, once you get it fixed in your mind, that's it, boom, instantaneous change. That is a lie. It's an instantaneous change in the mind, maybe. It's an instantaneous change in the energetic field, maybe. Yes, I can agree with that 100%. Science has proven that. But neurologically, no. Nervous system, your brain lives. It's part of the 3D world. It's part of the physical world. So it's going to take time to make those transitions. But this is the practice that I tell a lot of my, my clients. You want to hone in on the feeling day in and day out. This is going to be the key factor because your, your mind's going to play games on you. But when you start to feel, have patience. It may not be that first one. It may You may be doing this work, and I've been doing this for over 15 years, and there's still limiting beliefs that come up that I'm like, man, I thought I cleared that one out. Okay, got to go a little deeper here. And there's new stuff that shows up, but it's like, all right, I'm going to work through this. Let's let, let, me, let me change these things around so that I can have more of the reality of what I want to experience. Does that kind of help? Does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, no, it does for sure. I really like the... Feeling it, releasing it, and then focusing on something that you love because it's all really intentional and something I've noticed that I didn't think was true like six months to a year ago, but I've really kind of come into it is that like you can control your thoughts and you can control your actions very intentionally and those really control your feelings. Like for me, it was really hard to think about controlling my emotion or like raising my vibration, but like it's a feedback loop, like you were saying. And for me, changing a thought or changing an action then helped that emotion rise in a more positive manner. And then it was like a positive feedback loop instead of the negative feedback loop that I'll usually experience. So I really like that you pointed that out. And just the releasing it though, is the releasing it a matter of getting present? Is it a matter of visualizing it leaving your body? Like releasing it seems very like uh, intangible when I think about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're you're just releasing the energy of it. So it's and you're giving gratitude for it. Mm. It served you for a purpose. Like we think of these limiting beliefs as something negative. It's not negative. You developed. When we, when we came into this world, we were pure. And then we were given beliefs. We were given things to us. It's not that we got to choose them. They were given to us. You grew up in a construct of many different conditioning patterns that conditioned our mind. They're there for one purpose, and that was survival. So they're not bad. You, you developed them to have survival. The thing is, now you're older, you're wiser, and now you can look and say, guess what? I don't need that survival anymore. It, I needed it when I was younger, when I didn't know. Now I know different. So now I'm getting to choose something different. That's why it's a piece. It's a taking a moment to just say, hey, I thank you for being here. I thank you for being in my life, but I'm going to head and release you back. And there may be, there's someone out there who needs that energy. Because if I want you to think of the universe as this massive just thing or God or whatever of all things, all experiences, right? And I like to call God all that is. It's everything. So when there's that feeling of emotion, I'm giving it back and saying, hey, you served me very well. I'm going to let you go back over there now. And this is the one I'm pulling in, right? I'm creating it. Here's the one I'm choosing. This is the one that I'm honing in on. This is, this is what I'm dictating my life to be from this point forward. 
And if you believe it, then it's true because there's no rules in life except the ones you create. Yeah. Mm. I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. Victor, tell us a little bit more about your motivation in life. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Oh man, there's the, you know what, this is pretty, I mean, for me, there's two things. It's twofold. One is every day I wake up and I'm like, how can I improve 1%? It's something that, um, it took me a while to get to this point in my life to understand like, man, what's the new experiences I'm going to address today? What are the gifts that are going to come to me today? Right. I get excited about that. The second thing I get excited about that wakes me up is just being able to serve, to be able to help one person. You know, it could be my daughter. It could be my wife. It could be me sharing a reel on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, it could be with a client. I really don't care how that shows up. It's just that opportunity to serve. Um, that is something that I'm extremely passionate about. Um, and I hope that energy comes across, but it's like, that is something that wakes me up and gets me excited every single day to, um, just want to serve and help people. There we go. Yeah. I, um, I think you've honed in on the thing that kind of gets us all up and gets us all going when we really get in touch with ourselves. I think that's where we're most fulfilled when we found our unique way to serve people. So I'm glad that you said that. Tell us a bit more about your dreams and goals. What's your vision for your life and your business? Ooh, man. Okay. Um, how much time we have? <laughs> this is stuff I teach. So yeah, I mean, I, one of the things for me is I'm working right now and it's going to probably be the end of this year is when I'm feeling like it's going to show up. Um, the visions are coming to me, um, at least the way it's breaking down, but I want to create something called online, uh, consciousness school. I would love to do an in-person consciousness school, but, um, my energy is nowhere near. Like when I think of it, it's like a, a wall shows up, which tells me don't go that way. Yeah. Um, but I want to be able to create something for individuals to really elevate their life. And because I work with a lot of business owners. That's primarily my work. I do have books and stuff like that for people, but there's always been in the back of my mind, how can I help serve individuals to understand this and how to give them their power back, understand how to play in this quantum world, how to understand the, the uniqueness of who we really are. And um, this is a big pipeline dream for me. I don't know when this is going to manifest in the full reality, but I know I'm going to be starting that at the end of this year. I'm going to start dabbling into it. And starting to be like, okay, I'm going to let's, let's start making this happen. That's something really big for me in that way. Um, when it comes to, um, from a business side, a portion of my business. Um, another thing is I want to write 30 books in my life. That's, that's another big thing for me. Why 30? Have no idea. Maybe because Wayne Dyer wrote around that much. Um, and he's a big inspiration to me, but, um, it's one of those things where I feel like books are a gift to the world. They, they stay here forever. I leave, it's still here. So people, and what I love about books is you're grabbing the insight of the individual at the time when they wrote it. You know, it, it, it two, a year or two years later, they, they don't think 100% the same way. At least I can say that for myself. I've written three now. And, you know, I wrote my last book, my, 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 my last book, last, if it was finalized last year in May, May 31st. If I go back and reread that book, I'm like, yeah, it was good. But now I'm like, yeah, I would have said this differently. I would have did this differently. I would have said this or put it in this framework or did it. You know, it's just funny how I evolved, which is great. That's part of the process. And um, so that, that's another another big um, thing for me that, you know, books and then the, the online consciousness school is one of those things. Um, that's a big, big passion driver for me. Okay. Okay. So we got the online consciousness school, helping individuals elevate their life and writing 30 books. And I guess the online consciousness school, would that be geared towards all individuals for all walks of life? 
Yeah. It'll be a branch away from the business coaching. Cause I mean, I also have the business side that I want to expand and evolve and get into group coaching and masterminding and all that fun stuff. Um, right now I do one-on-one coaching only, but it's, it's also, but yeah, but this is another way now where I can go to a whole nother level and really branch out. I even see like having coaches that can get certified in a certain way of how I present things. So then that way they can go ahead, they can create a living number one. And then number two, we're helping individuals with this because um, the the one of the unique, you know, they say you should, you always, what do they say? Uh, don't be a master of uh, jack of all trades, a master of none. I mean, if you ever read, listen to the whole quote, quote on there, I studied so many different things, which allows me, yeah, I didn't specialize mainly all in one, but the beauty behind that is, is when I go to present something, I can look in so many different fields uh, of studies to present something. And I've created a system out of that. And this is what I want to be able to do to help individuals. Mm, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I think that's, um, do you picture it being like courses, like pairing coaches with individuals one-on-one, a little bit of both group classes, like all of the above, man. I mean, it's going to be one of those things we have a, right now. I, I see it coming in a three-step process. And it'll be mostly an online class with that. But then I see it also branching out into relationships. I see it branching out. I want to help out teenagers, um, that, 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 that demographics. I want to be able to um, even help kids, like kids, like young kids, like four, five, six, seven, eight, like give them frameworks to work off. Um, you know, there, there's a whole, you know, there's one entity, but then it's like, there's so many avenues we want to go. It's just getting to the first one, which is just a basic online school three-tier process. Here's here's level one, level two, and level three. And then from there, um, we'll start opening up into other arenas. And I'm a big science guy, so I love to test things out and test things. So I, I, that's why I feel I'm like, there's so much that's going to come with it. But at the same token, it's um, I get excited. You can tell I'm already getting a little smiley about this because it's like, uh, uh, there's so much that will be, will, there's so much I want to do with it, but it's first step first is like, Let's just get the go- online school first. There'll be weekend retreats and stuff like that to like kind of like a supercharge of it all in a weekend. You can get it all um, or there'll be the the online class stuff where you can get it and take it at, at your own pace the way you want. Mm, I got you. Well, awesome. What are the top one to two skills you need to develop in order to kind of make those two dreams come true? Marketing. Just got to get better at marketing. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's for a lot of business owners. I think it's for just about all of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I came from the brick and mortar world, right? So that's, I had a chiropractic office, local community, and, and I dominated. I knew how to do it and I knew what was needed. I mean, I didn't do it off the bat like that, but once I figured it out, I was like, okay, this is it. So then here I go into the business world. I mean, online coaching world. And one, it's oversaturated because of COVID. And two, I was like, there, I was just like, okay, this is a different beast. This is a different vehicle. This is a different animal. I'm over a little over a year in, I, I full full time over a year in, um, and I'm going, yeah, this is uh, this is something I'm trying to. I need to study a little bit more on, um, which is something that you know I think everyone needs in some way, shape, or form because it's just changing so much, especially now with like the whole the whole uh, um, uh, I want to say the Raz Raise uh, anyhow popularity on um, ChatGPT now that's that just changes the game all over again now so it's it's one of yeah. these interesting things, um, so I'd say that's probably the biggest one for me is just just marketing and then because marketing everything that I I feel like I need work on is from the marketing side because I can go down the marketing channels and go yep this is what I need to work on here is where I need to work on here 
And most of the time I'm now I'm at a point where I'm just like, forget it. I'm just going to hire people because I don't yeah. want to deal with the, to the headaches of it. it you know, I, I'm a firm believer. You do what you love and you do what fuels you. Uh, the things that you don't or lowers your vibe, send it off to somebody else. Don't, don't, if you can, if you can't, you know, figure out a way, there's ways you can trick the mind to love it. Um, but there, that's only short-term, but then there's going to come a point where it's just like, yeah, maybe this is just, this not my expertise. Maybe I just don't enjoy this. And if I don't enjoy it, guess what? It's never going to be successful. No matter yeah. how much energy I put into it. But I do love, like you imagine, I love being on one-on-one coaching with my clients. I love doing all that. And my retention rate last year was hundred percent. And so it's one of those things where that shows me like, yeah, see, I love doing that. And then look at the result mm-hmm. Right? I don't love marketing and then look at the result. So you can just, this is mindset one-on-one right here, what you love, follow and continue to do what you don't love, delegate that stuff off. So you can keep your energy focused more on what you do, you love to do. And when you do that, your business will just grow. And this is one of the tricks I, I teach. And again, it ties into the formula with five. So yeah. I'll leave it at that. 100% marketing. I, I'm in a, I'm in a similar spot. Part of the podcast um, is like the podcast growth hasn't gone like I thought it was going to by hosting a daily podcast. I thought I was going to host a daily podcast. And then within six months, I was going to have 10,000 viewers a month. And six months after that, it was going to be 100,000 viewers a month. <laughs> and <laughs> it was just going to be golden. You know, people are going to keep on coming. It was going to keep compounding. And that is not how it went. <laughs> so the like the marketing side of things, I've just realized um, it was interesting. I was listening to Grant Cardone talk on some reel or some little five minute clip that he had. And he was talking about how another like multi-billionaire called him out when he was kind of younger and said, Grant, you have more money in your house than you do in your brand or than you do in your marketing. And it was just like, he was like, dang, I do. And then that kind of made him make the switch. And I was like, how much of anything am I putting towards marketing? Am I hiring it out? Am I putting any energy towards it myself? Like I know some stuff. Why am I not applying it, honing it, et cetera, et cetera. You know, part of it, maybe I don't like all of it, but it's also like, there's some cheaper marketing options out there. Like there's a podcast company that'll help you market for like two ninety nine dollars a month. And it's like two ninety nine dollars a month ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> to oh. 10x your growth you know so um yeah there's a, there's a lot it, it, it gets overwhelming because there's so much out there and what works and what doesn't right because you don't want to go you, a lot of at least for me i'm like i don't want to be going and playing around with my money and then trying to figure something out and then it doesn't work and i'm going down this rabbit hole and that doesn't work and the next thing you know i'm like eh, i don't like that i want to be able to put my money into things right it's calculated and it's like all right we, this, this has promise and it's going to take some time, but I know this is how we're going to, we're going to turn this around. But, um, but yeah, but that's one of the, again, always go, come back to, yeah, that's a great thing. Like you have more in your house than you do in your marketing or your brand. That, that's uh, that's some good advice there. Um, but it, it comes back to, again, uh, this is at least what I teach my clients is what do you enjoy and do that? Because like, I love podcasting being, I'm guest. I do my own, I have two podcasts. I have one that's my main and then I have another one for Kairos. Uh, and, um, it's one of those, those things people are like, man, you do this high young white. And I'm like, I love doing it. I love podcasting and yeah. I love it. It's a labor of love, but at the same token, it's one of those things where what has, what I have built with mine is 
I'm not well-known and I really don't care about being well-known. I don't plan on being another, you know, the, the status level of like a Grant Cardone or a, a Tony Robbins or a, a, um, Graziosi. What's his first name? Anyhow. Dean, Dean. Dean, there we go. Yeah. Any of those guys. I, I don't care about that. You know, and some people say, well, that's because you're not there. But I'm like, no, I just don't care. I'm not that person. All I care about is quality. I just want to help a certain amount of people. And whatever that number is, God's going to create that universe is going to bring that to me. And I just want to be able to create that, have that strong part in the community that I'll have from the work that I do. And that is all I need because if it's that strong, think I always think of the the metaphor of the 300, you know, Spart- you know 300, the movie, right? Mm-hmm. 300 Spartans, look what they did. Were they 10,000? Were they 20,000? Were they No, they were 300, but there are 300 of the best. Mm-hmm. And look at what they're able to conquer. And that's at least my mentality. That's where I come from. That's the, the the work I like to do is quality, 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 well over quantity. Because when you can do more quality, it, it just, it, it lasts longer if we can create that kind of thing. But that's just my philosophy. I'm not saying that's the right philosophy for everybody. I just said that's my philosophy was right for me. Yeah. 100%, 100%. It all depends on who you are, what you're going after, and what you feel like lights you up, right? What brings that vibe up. So Exactly. What are the highest impact daily actions that are going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Self-care every day, man. That's that's the thing. I, I tell people every morning, when you get up in the morning, an hour, hour and a half, make it about you. You're number one. It has to be about you. You need to set you again, going back to the vibe, right? You got to set that vibe and intention. You, if you wake up and you're in a crappy mood, because every time you wake up, you're in the past because the body's always in the past. And so what do you do then to elevate your mood and your mind? What are the things that you take care of? How do you take care of yourself in the morning so that when you get going for the day, you're ready to go and you're going to show up at the best version of yourself. It may not be the absolute best you want. Cause I don't do that. And I don't think anyone does, but what I do do is I show up at the best version I can be for that day. You yeah. know, if my, if, if my little daughter's crying in the middle of the night and she woke up three, four times and I didn't get a good night's rest. Hey man, the next morning, I may not feel like I'm the best, but I'm going to be the best version of Vic or who he can be today with all that. Does that kind of yeah. make sense? Makes perfect sense. What character trait do you most need to develop right now to make this dream life come true? Patience, man. Is that a character trait? Mm -hmm. I would say patience is a character trait because the problem with me is I know, I don't like to say I know too much because that sounds arrogant and I don't know too much. I, I know if you really talk to me, I don't know. I don't know anything, but the reason why I say that is because understanding universal laws and how energy and vibe and all this stuff works when I put it all together, I'm like, hey, I'm doing the work, man. I'm freaking, I got everything in alignment. I got my vibe right. I got my mind right. Okay, man, I'm doing the action. What the heck's going on here, right? And, and I'm like, and, and universe will always, God, whatever, will be like, buddy, just because you have that all figured out, there's something called divine timing, you know? It'll come when you're ready, you know? And I'm just always like, okay, just got to be a little bit more patient with things, you know? Things aren't hitting the way I wanted it to. You're talking about the podcast. My, you know, when I got, when I went full-time in the coaching, I didn't have a full-time coaching business. I wasn't like jam-packed with clients. Um, I went from a full-time chiropractic office with a handful of tour clients. And then all of a sudden I'm full-time now without the chiropractic. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, well, well I'll be there by next year. I'll be at this level. Yeah, I wasn't there. And I'm going, okay, all right. Just got to take it a little easier and, and maintain what's the focus in that. But everything happens for a reason too. That's why patience is so, so great. Cause there's, you know, need that. If I can just be more patient and diligent with things, 
then I can keep my energy focused on my, what I want to create rather than being going, Hmm, I'm over there. I'm doing everything here and it's not happening. What's my focus? My focus is on the lack. Mm. And when you focus on lack, things take longer or you continue to find lack. Yeah, absolutely. Patience. I feel like the character traits or like the virtues or whatever um, you want to call them are just so like, so foundational and you can always grow in them. You know, it's like, you're never going to be like perfectly patient every moment of every day (laughs) or perfectly focused, perfectly disciplined, perfectly consistent. Um, Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's always like aspiring to be the next best version of you and just, um, you know, leveling that (laughs) how I like to look at it, especially like from a Christian viewpoint is like, it's kind of like a journey to just be more like God. Right. And, which is like the perfect amount of patience, but I was like, I'm, I'm not God, you know? And so there's always going to be that level of like, until we are, um, you know, until we're not here anymore, (laughs) where there's always some growth to be had. Never forget. You're always made in like an image, likeness and image of God. Mm -hmm. So we have that within us. The, the more we go in, the more we actually discover, which most people, when they go in, they discover God, but what they're really discovering is them. Mm-hmm. You're discovering yourself. Yep. And it's just more of that inward journey. Cause when you come from that place and when you really get down into it, it's like, Oh yeah, everything's there. That perfect patient Vic, he's there. It exists. I just didn't tap into it. I didn't tap into that energy. 100%. You know, that, that super consistent version. Well, that exists also, but I didn't. the opposite exists too. The inconsistent, the one yeah. who is totally impatient, because what we don't realize as humans is we have both in us, good, bad, X, Y, you know, we have the polars in us, but the the thing is, is which ones are we choosing mm-hmm. and which ones are we tapping into or yeah. we're giving our attention and focus to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now. And this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take that next step toward your dreams and goals. Who would they be and how would they help you? Do they have to be alive? Ideally, but you can also give one that's not alive. You can give a couple that's not alive and then give us one that's alive <laughs> as well. All right, let's see. Who would I want to be, hang out with at this moment and listen? Um you know, one person that comes to mind right now off the bat is Saguru. He's kind of popular now. I used to hear him before he was popular. Um, he would help with a lot of the stuff that we're kind of talking about, right? That inner style, that inner inner engineer, right? Inner engineering that he talks about. Um, and the concepts on that and how to master that more. Because I think what he teaches, but to be able to have him for 30 minutes, an hour, man, I, what I can gain out of that would be unreal. Yeah. Um, and to help me just, you know, under, slow down, take that process one step at a time and so forth. Um, when it comes to another person, I'll say, I'll keep it living. Um, this will probably be more on the, the business side, someone like, a, a, a Gary V, you know, he's very good at marketing. Um, yeah, he, is. he, you know, he knows how to market very, very well. And so he's somebody that I'd be like, Hey buddy, let's, uh, let's chat for an hour and let's just, uh, here's where I'm at. Tell me what I need to do. You know, tell me where I, where my mind isn't right. Notice I was about to say do for a second. But I was like, no, tell me where my mind's not right when it comes to all these things. And how can I shift my perspective so that I can go ahead and do this? Because it, it again, I, I really am a firm believer 
And you don't have to have all the newest trends and all the newest stuff that's out there. Because at the end of the day, like some of the most expert, at least people I've met who are experts in marketing, who are experts in, or they just have really flourishing businesses, they don't follow the trends. It's all basic stuff. They just do the basic things really, really well. Yeah. And if you look, and if you look at like athletes, right? You look at some of the greatest athletes of all time. They focused always on the basic stuff. It wasn't the cool dunk move. Yeah, maybe once in a while they tried to play around with it, but they knew that was just noise. They knew that they had to focus on the basics every single day. Michael Jordan, who I'm a big fan of, because uh, I'm from Chicago too. But you know, he misses a shot, right? Game winning shot, or whatever. He'll go back and redo that every for at least a hundred times, right? Until he got it down again. He's like, okay, I feel good with it now. I'm good to go. Um, you know, Tiger Woods would do the same thing before he messed himself up a little bit uh, more than that. But um, he was on a record, you know, do all these amazing things. But when he messed up on a shot, he'd go back and shoot a hundred of them. You know, Stephon Curry, I think it's Stephon Curry, Stephen Curry. Anyhow, Curry, oh, yeah. last name, three point shooter. Anyhow, um, same thing with him. Like the guys would be playing video games and stuff and he's over there practicing his dribble skills, basic dribble skills on and on all the time. Right. So it's the basic things in life that makes us actually stand out exceptionally um, rather than doing following the trends all the time. We may lose ourselves in the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Basics. Sometimes it gets as basic as like showing up. <laughs> That's how it is for working out. Right. If you know, people could, can't stay consistent, just go to the gym, just get there. Yep. That's, if, unless you have a gym at home, that's 50%. That's it. Like I have a gym at home. So it's more for me. It's like, just walk in the freaking room. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ever since I've had it at home, I have no excuses now. And I've been very consistent, but it's one of those things where just get up and I, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't care. I just go into the room and then all of a sudden I'm like, all right, let's go. We're going to, yeah. we're going to work. We're going to do something here today. And, and then at the end, I'm like, man, it was well worth it. Exactly. Exactly. Cause it was, it was more aligned with kind of who you wanted to be. And you were stuck in the past. You were stuck in the, it's funny how like, Oh, that's what gets me about like the kind of low vibrational stuff or when stuff's not aligned, it'll try to trick you into like thinking you're aligned with where you are. It's like, nah, that ain't it. I <laughs> really ain't it. Well, you know why that is? Because a lot of times, and I, I was at fault at this at first, because I thought once I figured this out and I got rid of the limiting belief, then I'm golden. Like it doesn't come back. That is the biggest lie in the world. You have to understand the brain and how it works is that when you evolve, well, guess what? So does your limiting beliefs and everything else. Mm. They're going to evolve with you. They don't go away. Your inner critic is always going to be there. It doesn't leave you. It's just you learn. It's like you master things and you figured it out and you're like golden for a little bit. But guess what? It just, it evolves with you and then it learns to pull your emotional strings and everything else in a different way that you didn't expect. And all of a sudden it gets you. And then you go back into that stuck process again. And then what happens? You go through some journey in life that is you're needed to go through because this is what you want to do to keep evolving. And then you evolve and then you figure, I got it again. I'm good. And you're good maybe for a year, five years or 10 years. And then all of a sudden it gets you again. And it's a process that will never end. And the reason why is because we need that. Yeah. It wouldn't happen if we didn't need it. You need it to grow. Imagine you solved everything in your life right here, right now. How would the rest of your life be? Would it be exciting or would it be boring? It would be boring. I know it would be boring for me. If I knew that I just constantly had money coming, constantly growing, constantly everything just working out, had the amazing relationship, never had an argument. Everything was just golden. That's 
that scares me thinking about that. I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. That everything won't go. I mean, maybe in the first six months to a year, two years, maybe three years, it might be cool. But then I'll be like, uh, is that all there is to this? Like, there's nothing. Where's the learning? Where's the, I, I want to challenge myself. I want to challenge my mind. I want to challenge who I am as an individual. Um, but that's just how I think. Uh, some people may want that, but there's no such thing as comfort. I mean, there is comfort. You can put yourself into like a comfortable way where you kind of can expect everything happening every single day. Um, but that's not living. That's not how we're designed to live. That wasn't this, this whole thing called the human life and the human experience was designed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the, that, that thought or that belief that in the, if we had figured everything out and we were absolutely perfect, it would be boring. Do you think that is a limiting belief in some areas of our life? I think it can't. I mean, thinking that it would be boring if everything was perfect. Mm -hmm. It can be. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say it would not be, or it could just be a construct or conditioning to think that I must have X, Y, Z. This is where you get into like beliefs, with, like when it comes to like rules, um, there isn't any, right? So you can, I, I can sit there and be like, well, I like to have a challenge because this is who I am. I like challenges. I like to grow. I like to expand. But are there other ways I can grow and expand without challenges? Possibly. But in my world and my experiences and how I've evolved to who I am today, the challenges would have helped me get there or have yeah. gotten to these levels. But are there other ways? Yeah, I think there are. I learned a lot growing up learning other people's mistakes. Yeah. Right. And I think, I think, uh, of course, uh, me saying his name, some people love him, some hate him. Uh, but like Donald Trump says this in one of his books, he talks about how he goes, it's, you, 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 it's better to learn from other people's mistakes than to um, go through them your own. You save a lot of money and all these other things. And it's really true. You can learn from other people and just learn from what they did wrong and from their words and take that in, hone that in so that you don't do that. And I think I've avoided a lot of things in my life because of that. So there's many ways you can do it. Um, again, it just depends on, you know, what your experience has been. You're mostly going to go to what you've always experienced growing up as a child, what you're usually accustomed to, um, from a subconscious world that that's how it's going to be for you in your life. So if you came from like a very stressful world and a lot of chaos and, and not being all these other things, um, then you're going to have a lot of ups and downs in your life. Even if you balance them out, you're going to still feel like you need those ups and downs to grow. And that's a whole Another story we can get into, but anyway, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, cool. Let's go ahead and uh, jump into our thriving three real quick. Um, and then we'll have one last question for you. Got time with for it? Let's do it. All right. What's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Hmm. My favorite book that I recommend a lot is Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. I recommend everyone to read it. Um, it's, it's a book, I call it like my Bible, not that I agree with everything in it, but there's a lot of amazing wisdom. And there's a lot of things that are shared in there that you've thought in your own mind about life and how we go through and the way he just shares it in those books. Um, it's highly recommended. Yeah, there we go. And what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Meditation. Meditation. Love it. And what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet either Sad Guru or Gary V? Just keep putting it out into the field. Keep putting it out. That's it. Love it. You know, it's funny about that. 
it'll just come in the most random times. Like I had a, I have a lot of people on the podcast whose answer to that question is Oprah. And for the longest time, I didn't really have a way to like get to Oprah in my mind, <laughs> you know, kept putting it out there, kept putting it out there. And this somebody came on my show and they said, Oprah. And then I asked them this question. What's one action step you can take right now? She was like, I could probably talk to my aunt because my aunt grew up with Oprah and they talk every Thursday. <laughs> I was like, and Oprah calls my aunt. My aunt doesn't call Oprah. Oprah calls my aunt every Thursday or whatever. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you serious right now? It just blew my mind where I was like, man, you just never know. You never know where, where it'll come from. So that's the thing. Our mind wants to know the hows. And I always tell, like I tell my clients all the time, forget the hows. That's not your job. Your job is to focus on your vibe. And when you really do, amazing things will show up. I've had my own experiences where like a guy like Dr. John Martini, he's a chiropractor, but he speaks on values and all this great stuff. And I just was so fascinated when I first heard him speak because I saw myself doing what he did. And uh, it was always, it was, it stuck in the back of my mind. And then all of a sudden there was a, we were in Vegas at a, a seminar uh, convention and a chiropractic convention. And it was one of the things where um, out of the blue, someone's like, Hey, he's going to have like 12 people who can, you're going to, you get 12 people. It's always taken on students who can hang out with him for like a couple, three hours. You can ask him any question, whatever it is. He's just, Bring it. He's just, he wants to, he's just, he's got the time. He's here in Vegas. He said, why not help out some students? And, and I was like, sign me up. And so for three hours, I got to hang out with him, talk to him. One, like literally it was just 12 of us. It wasn't like it was a whole full room. And I was just like, holy cow, that happened out of nowhere. Cause it literally came out of nowhere. It was never planned. We never had an idea of it. It just came through the grapevine. Someone told me, and I was with someone. And I'm like, you want to do it? They're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, let's do it. I don't care if it's a couple hundred bucks, but it was, it was cheap for three hours to be with them. I was like, let's do it. And uh, there we go. And it came out of nowhere. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The, um, and what's awesome about it is when it happens, you know, it like you just, you just know it's right. It's like, yep, everything's hitting on all cylinders right now. I know exactly what I need to do. And I can guarantee you it's going to work. My wife laughs at me because I don't get it. Like something will happen and I'll just sit there and go, eh, cool. And she's like, you're not excited. You were hoping this. You were, you were like, you're worried about this. But then all of a sudden this comes up and it's like, you're just like, you're, you're nonchalant about it. I said, deep down, that's just what I, I just felt like that's what was going to happen. But my yeah. mind was playing a trick on me and I just looked and it came up and it showed and I was just like, there it is. And of course I do my gratitude and everything. Uh, but it's like, um, you just know, and, and it's, it's one of the, when you really get into this feeling world and really tap into that intuition that we haven't been taught as well, the keep, at least the keep, um, yeah, it makes life, it makes life more magical because like, look at the Oprah story you had, or I have multiple, I have tons of stories I can share, but it's, it's because it's, you stay open to what's possible. Mm -hmm. And you don't try to control that part. You're just like, I know this is what I want to have, or I want, like, I want to write 30 books in my life. I have no idea. I'm not in my mind every year saying I had to write all these books. I just, I, I just, they just come to me and I'm like, I I'm, I'm shooting for 30 whenever that's going to happen. And they, the, the books come to me when they come and it's this in, and, and sometimes someone inspires me to write a book. Sometimes I listen to something and I'm like, Ooh, that could be a good book for me to write. And I would love to do something like that. 
or whatever it may be. And it's the same thing in business, the same thing, all these things I try to teach my clients all the time. Like when you hold your vibe in the right state, you open up to the possibilities of what's going to, you're going to attract to you that vibe that you want to, that feeling that you want to experience. And now your job is just to hone in on the feeling because your mind, if you think this is what it is, there's always like, I was talking to my shaman uh, friend of mine and he's like, he was talking about his life and his story. And he's like, he goes, when you, when I tried to manifest things and I can manifest anything, I would get it. He goes, but there was always a gotcha. Like, here comes this type of thing that I want to manifest. But then there was a catch at the end of it that got me, right? Like it would be, it, let's say it's a, he wanted to attract a partner and then he gets the exact partner he wanted. But then there's, she's not stable emotionally. She's got dad issues and she hasn't worked through those things to heal herself. So she takes it out on him thinking that he is her father. In other words, psychologically speaking. And I told him, I was like, well, that's because you didn't go to the feeling, right? He, he knows this already. He was like, yeah, exactly. I said, you just got to hone the feeling. And then the universe aligns everything to that feeling that's going like, to bring that feeling to you. Because if you manifest something in the mind, you get excited, but there's always something that may not fit the perfect picture. So it's going to be that whole gotcha thing. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of the fun thing when we can get into those feelings and intuition and so forth. 100%. All right, we got one last question for you. You ready? Let's do it. So... Little context for this question. Alex Hormozzi said that the difference between manipulation and help is intent. And I think his point here is that you're influencing people in both situations, but manipulation is about getting somebody to do something you want them to do, while help is about seeking to understand what somebody else wants and then helping them get there. This question is about help, not manipulation. So there's a common saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I actually found out from Dr. Alan Laika that you can't, who was a guest on my show, that you can get a horse to drink. You just have to salt its oats. Now, I want you to think of a person with a really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change, and they hate their life. How can we, you and I, create an environment to salt their oats and not make the choice for them, but help them change their life? The easiest way is you got to show, you can just show them what's possible. But, you know, in my world, just because I come from chiropractic first, like when it comes to health, I know things in health. I know what I can do to help somebody. I know how to help them in every, you know, multitudes when it comes to that, but they got to want it. And if they don't want it, it's not going to happen. Same thing in the coaching environment. If they don't want it, it's not going to happen. If somebody who's got a fixed mindset and all those things that are going on and they keep in that. We can force it, but that has a cost to everyone who's playing that field in that game, right? We can salt the road so they make them more thirsty so they drink more water. That, that's that, that, We won't even go into that whole story, but um, <laughs> on that topic where I would go down that rabbit hole. But long story short, when you look at it from that perspective, I personally believe, and this is just how I work because I'm a servant to help individuals raise their consciousness levels. I'm not here to force them. It's up to them. But if I can show them what's, what's possible, Right. Because someone who has a fixed mindset thinks this is life. That's it. If I'm struggling in business, that's it. I struggle in business. That's my that's just the cards that fell on me. Right. And instead, show them how and understand, you know, radical responsibility, self-responsibility and to show them that there can be a different option. And you have to I'm not giving a very specific answer here because it's it's different for every individual. Because somebody who has a fixed mindset, there's a limiting belief that's holding them back. And there's a lot of things that I would go down to figure out where that limiting belief is, that they're holding on to that belief because it may be their father, their mother, their family member, somebody 
who made them feel that they're not self-worth enough or not valuable enough to have a different experience than what they are experiencing. And because of that limiting belief, they're living their life in the reality of the, what they're experiencing to have their mind proved to show them, hey, look, you aren't worthy of success. You're not worthy of X, Y, Z. Why? Because look what keeps showing up at you. And instead tell them, no, that was a story. And if I can work on that story, and I'm getting a vibe from this, so I'm just going to continue sharing because I feel like this is for somebody. And it's one of those things where if we can then show that that was just a program, that's just a story. And there's science behind it if they need science, if they're more analytical. Um, sometimes people are more emotional. They just need to feel it so we can you know, show them through a feeling. Um, and then you just have to work a little at a time to help them change that because it's not going to happen overnight. You know, it's not going to, I have clients that are somewhere like that. I have some that are so, I wouldn't use the word stubborn. They're just stuck in their way. They're stuck in the programs that they have. And, but once you stay consistent, you keep loving on them. It's like healing. You just keep showing up. You keep centering that vibe. You keep being that, that creating that electromagnetic field around you. You can influence others that way. That's power. Or if we're salting their oats, yeah, we're manipulating and we're forcing them to do something which is going to create another problem down the road. And I learned this again through health because you can force your body to do things and your body will adapt. Like taking steroids will make you big and bulky and very muscular. And you can blend that with other things to get radically shredded and look really good physically. But what's the cost to that? Yeah. There's a whole laundry list, right? And some of it's permanent. And so rather than you can step into your power and just visualize yourself in that way. And, and, and do the work and, and just trust the process and keep seeing yourself in the vision of who you want to become. And that's going to change. It will happen. It, it, I can share research and studies and all this that can happen, but it will happen because we talked about vision in the beginning of this, just to loop the whole podcast around. The reason why vision is so important to me, because from a neuroscience perspective, your brain cannot tell the difference from what you're seeing and what you, you're experiencing, your physical reality, what you have going on right now in your life compared to what you put in your mind as a visualization, what you imagine, the story you put there. It doesn't know the difference. It accepts both as truth. So why don't you choose the one that you have power over? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And do you know specifically why it accepts it as truth? I've heard stuff about mirror neurons being a part of that. Is it the mirror neurons or is it some other functionality where it's like, it just sees the picture both ways like your eyes see it tells it to your brain you can visualize it in your head tells it to your brain do you know why specifically i know mirror neurons could be a portion of that what i understand about the subconscious mind is that it works off images right it, when we stored things as a kid we saw an image and we tied a feeling to it and so then that image of whatever that is the energy we put towards that and how we feel towards that becomes that like yeah. i can give you an image of one person versus somebody else right like I mean, I don't like getting political at all, but this is, it's so device, divisive of this. If I put Donald Trump on one side and Biden on the other, if, when I show Donald Trump, there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction to that face. But at the same token, if I put Biden here, there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction there. And we can do this, you know, you can go through past presidents and all this. Look at what the image does, right? And so when you use imagery, this is how the brain is good. This is speaking into the subconscious now. That's from what my understanding is and how the, the subconscious works. So when we can visualize things, we're, we're, we're creating a story in our mind. And again, the mind can't tell the difference between either or, or. So because even when you're looking at the present moment of what's going on in your life, you're putting energy into a story, right? Let's say your bank account's negative. 
Okay, your bank account's negative. Who cares? Oh, no, my guy, I'm horrible. I'm broke. I'm this, I'm that. Well, that's all meaning you're adding to it. What is that? That's a story. Yeah. There's images to that because you have an image that ties you to something in your past or whatever it may be that links you to make that. You get what I'm saying where all these connections come from? And so then there's an image and a story of what you're creating, of what you experience here now in the present moment. Well, you can change all that too because it works the same way when you're viewed looking into the future. You're creating a story, you're creating an image, and you're putting energy behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks for that little deep dive into limiting beliefs throughout this whole podcast and looping it back around to vision. Victor, that's all we got for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Uh, one last thing I'll say, since we were talking about subconscious mind, it doesn't know negatives. So here's an example. If I tell you not to think of an elephant, how many people just thought of an elephant? Right. Yeah. Even I did that when I was thinking, I was like, don't think of an elephant. And I did. Um, the thing is, at the end of the day, whatever you're stating, make sure it states in alliance to who you want to become. Don't put, I don't want this, or I don't want that, or I, it doesn't hear any of that. It's only you're, you're putting energy to what it is. You're put, you, the don't, the negative statement there, uh, the don't, I don't, you know, those kind of things, um, your subconscious doesn't register that. So yeah. always keep the voice of what you're stating in your mind or what you're speaking with your, your mouth. Make sure it's always in the alignment to what it is you choose to experience. There we go. Well, awesome. Victor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, brother. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Victor had to say, make sure to check him out. All the links to do so will be down in the show notes. I believe there's a link to a book and also his website will be down in the show notes. So make sure to check that out. Get a copy of the book. Send a copy to a friend that you know would like what Victor has to say. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.